with y'all real quick So Wasn't able to get together to do this episode Life happened Life's gonna life as Spike Lee would say But I want to say this just as an opening note Before we give y'all this torn pages I appreciate all of the love and the wishes and the prayers For me and my family As we transition into a, the new arrival of my son appreciate y'all. I'm going to miss y'all for the time that I'm going to be off. I do apologize for being off, even though life happens this way. But Spike Lou, he's going to take care of y'all. Y'all know how he do. And I'll be listening as well. So we appreciate y'all for bearing with us, being patient with us, and being understanding, truly being a village for us. It means so much to me and him. I'll be thinking about him, all of the people that I work with here, and all of y'all that are listening, y'all can still hit us in the DM. Like, I, I'm not invisible. <laughs> but nonetheless, man, I appreciate y'all, man. I, as I give y'all this torn pages, I want y'all to just be positive, optimistic, and let's grow together. So I thank y'all, man. Sorry we couldn't come together on this episode before my brief hiatus. But hopefully, this torn pages will hold y'all over. All right, y'all. Peace. Spike, I know, I know you've heard the clip before, um, the Kid Cudi clip. The F your money. No, I haven't. You haven't heard that I clip before. I have not. No, F your money. I ain't really familiar with Kid Cudi. It's just a clip that that like was used. I think it even was used on the track. I'll pull it up. Mm-hmm. But while I'm pulling up that clip, it just makes it made me think about flexing in our community, right? Every flexing. community does it, I guess, in some kind of fashion. Obviously, I'm not you're familiar. You flexing, right? But <laughs> it seems oh. that in our community that like that is the. Uh, I know we always have money conversation. It seems to be a. A weird place we always land somehow but um what do you think about flexing at this point in time at this point in time meaning in 2024 or at my age extra at, at your age okay um versus when you was in your 20s <laughs> it's funny that you say that because dro was telling me he was listening to the episode and as you're pulling that up, I'm pulling this up, so I'm going to talk through to make sure I ain't no dead air. Mm-hmm. But what he said was, mm-hmm. on, really quickly. Dro was texting me, and it ties in with the flex, and he said, he was basically saying, we tend to get caught up in chasing the feeling of being up, meaning I mm-hmm. got it. I got like like he what he was saying that he got off our conversation last week was you know the sweet spot is in the middle when the money is mentioned y'all need the sweet spot is in the middle he's saying I skew one way you skew the other way but a lot of people in me and Dro's generation you get caught up with the feeling of nigga I, I done it I'm doing it I made it and yeah that's flexing in your younger years but I think in your older years flexing is being able to do what makes you comfortable 
Like you do it for other people when you're younger, at least in my experience. Okay. Like you wanna you wanna look fly because you know another you know the next nigga gonna be in there looking fly. Like the nigga mm -hmm. like you, you taking notes. Like you know yeah. what the chicks wanna see. But once you get my age, and I know from for me it's my flexing is being able to do what makes me comfortable, like for me, for myself. Mm -hmm. I wanna go on a trip to Belize you know what I'm saying I'm not doing that because I want everybody to see my Instagram and me taking pictures in Belize I'm doing it because I want to feel Belize mm -hmm. I want to see what that's like or if there's a certain brand that I like to wear it's no longer I got this brand on because I know that other niggas in the spot that we going to that's doing what I'm doing gonna have this brand on now I got it on because that's what I've grown accustomed to. Like that's my quality of life. That's my style. I like that now. Mm -hmm. And it ain't necessarily for nobody else. You like to look good and present yourself when you get my age. It's because that's what you want to be, you know, known for, or held accustomed to. Mm -hmm. Like it ain't it, it ain't because the next nigga gonna have this on and the next nigga might see this or let me put this on Instagram. I like I very rarely yeah, right. take Instagram pictures or do anything like that but i got flash shit like it was funny i was in the bar <laughs> i was in the barbershop the other day and my homie rod like we both get our haircut by this uh, been p-minded for 10 years 20 years but and out of nowhere he says to me i i had on some like some phone pockets like the, the regular the, the penny joints mm -hmm. out of nowhere he says like man you can't fuck with me in the shoes man like like out of nowhere just oh, but, but we cool yeah 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 but <laughs> it oh, wasn't man. no it wasn't no beef or anything like that but i was one i was like well, what did you even think that like I, I don't even know where you would get that from but it's just him being observant of me and then he was like well last week i came in here and keep money was saying i had on some fly shit and keep money was saying yeah you keep that fly shit man the only nigga that i know is lou he'll be right there with you uh, <laughs> sure, for sure. yeah and i didn't even have nothing to do right. with this he was like he ain't send you the picture i like bro i don't know what you're talking about not out of not out of dismissing anything yeah because i do appreciate a good shoe but i'm not a sneakerhead nor am i one to be like i got these and nobody got these but like, i don't care i just do what i like to do Mm -hmm. So I say all of that to say at my age, flexing ain't nothing in the sense of I'm doing this so everybody will know, let me go do the whole Hogan and flex my muscles. Mm -hmm. It's you like to look a certain way, you like to feel a certain way, you like to be certain places, you like the ambiance to be what you've worked hard for. And it ain't for it's like I hate one of my least favorite things when I was in a relationship, like my girl, she used to love pictures and then you know, people take mm -hmm. the pictures of the food and oh let me get these eight, nine poses yeah. and let me show off my new fit and this, that, and the third, which I get it. It was part of her brand and what she mm -hmm. did. I wasn't mm -hmm. mad at it, but that was one of my least favorite things because I just told it, I'm not into that at all. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, a nigga come to me and be like, oh man, you got that shit on such and such, this, that, and the third. But that ain't for them. That's for me. Mm -hmm. No, that's how I look at flexing. What was you always that like, way though? Like when you was younger? No, hell no. Ah, hell okay. No. Okay, okay. All right. When I went and got gold teeth and <laughs> like all of that shit, that was for that was for the oh, world. Like, I'm letting nigga, like, I'm yeah, letting y'all know. Like, yeah, absolutely, nigga. Like I wanted to be the first like I I, I started driving at fifteen. I bought my first car at maybe fifteen. See, there wasn't no like flashy car, nothing like that, but it was a car. I was rolling. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The only but you was up that I worked, you was up. Yeah, I started working at fourteen because nigga, I wanted to have like money in my pocket i want to be able we would hop on the bus and go to the mall every friday and we got paid and i wanted to be able to do that not just because i needed nothing because i could get it from 
my people. I just wanted to have it. I wanted to do it because other people were doing it. And then, of course, that progressed into other things that we do or we done growing up. But hell yeah, like it never, it was for the people at first. Like we used to have these things. I don't know if I talked about, we had these things called signal balls. And it would be like when you just a dress up event, like for high school. Oh, yeah, you was telling me a little, yeah. yeah. Bro, we would have spent like, and I don't know how much I saved up, bro, or just spent towards like, of course, I, we, we bought these monogram Gucci, like <laughs> the whole fit. Like oh, yeah, the, the hard boy, yeah. The, the, all of that, just the whole thing, bro. And that wasn't for me. Like, that was for everybody that was at that ball that I knew <laughs> would, that we knew would be like, and especially because it was me and my other two homeboys. So I had one color, they had one color, other colors. Like, we all had three different colors. And it was like the talk of the, the whole night. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, but that wasn't for me. Like, I didn't give a shit about that. <laughs> Man, that was for everybody else. Shit. So yeah, it, it it definitely has changed over the years. Now they may tie into each other. It may have mm-hmm. been because then I was doing it for them and got accustomed to certain things. Now I like certain things not because I want another motherfucker to see me in it, but just because that's what I like. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I like to eat at this certain place. I like to have a certain brand. Or I like to do these certain things or go to these certain places on trips. It may have originated with. Oh, I'm. That's what I was going to ask because I'm like, is that is that an authentic progression? You know, because it's like, where do you get to a place where say, oh, no, I don't wear T-shirts that are under 60 bucks. I, mm. And then, you know, and then some people put themselves in the space to be like, no, nah, no, no, I'm telling you, bro, it's the material. Like, I really love the material. When those $60 joints, those be the ones. But somewhere down the line, a lot of dudes, not every dude, they've convinced themselves that that's what it is. But I still feel like deep down somewhere, nah, you just in case somebody challenged you. You kind of, you need, you got the flex defense on. <laughs> I, that's, that's a really good question and a good point. I think that's one of the beautiful things as we I mean, will get to it as far as the show. That's one of those things where I can check myself genuinely. Mm-hmm. Like, do I really want this? Or do I need this? You know what I'm saying? Because I, I I got a group of friends and a circle of people around me now that are like, like none of the people who I want to hold me in high regard give a fuck if these shoes cost fifty dollars or five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like that when I was younger. Gotcha. As I grew older and started to understand the people who were important to me, and I used to try to do those things for. It's like, well, like this is just for me now. Mm-hmm. I ain't, I'm not gonna spend like you said at least sixty dollars on a t-shirt just cause in case somebody asks me. Because most of the time, anyone that would ask me about it would ask me. And not give a fuck what it costs. It's more about who the person is. And you know, as you're young, you try to you're trying to figure that shit out, right? Yeah, yeah. As long as you stay or or you are staying genuine to yourself, I think it can be a natural progression because you can weed out the stuff that, oh, I was just doing that for somebody else, mm-hmm. versus now nah, I really this is my shit. Like I, mm-hmm. I like to go on vacation once a year to somewhere where it's tropical and, and let my feet touch the sand. Mm-hmm. Be in the ocean. I ain't doing that for nobody else. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So I do so, feel like this is a it's a fine line. Uh, here's the clip. It's a, y'all have probably heard it before, but we'll put it here on uh, on this. Let me get this real quick. Right. Fuck your money. Mm-hmm. Fuck your jewelry. Fuck your cars. Fuck all your bitches that you got. Mm-hmm. Them shits don't make you cool no more. That's obsolete now. I'm establishing that in hip hop. All that shit ain't fresh no more. Fuck all that. Mm. That doesn't determine if you're a real man or not. You can have all those things and still be a fucking chump. 
You know what I mean? A lot of people are. Wicked Awesome is about being a real human being, making real music, talking about real things that people deal with on a day-to-day -day basis, guide those people, help them learn, help them so, so they realize that they're not alone. They, of course, put the music and all that on it. That ain't how the original, you know, they make it extra deep. But I've heard this clip so many times, and every time I hear it, it resonates every time for me. Um, what, what resonates the most about it? Like, what is it that sticks out? Is it Kid Cudi or is it what he's saying? Uh, it's what he's saying. I'm, I, I'm not a, a Kid Cudi fan. He got some stuff I do like, though, but I'm not a Kid Cudi fan. Uh, but it's just that... It's just that idea Like I always have spoke about it On so many episodes Of like just my high school experience And just like being around dudes That like Like I just look at it Like when I When I see people Like you're putting The extra flex on these things I just look at it Like you're hiding bro mm. I, I do I look at people like that bro I'm like you're hiding You're hiding behind this I, I almost be like bro What's really wrong Like what's really going on With you bro Like I'm that dude Like you're like Oh bro I'm telling you I just got the big dog I just got the big dog Roly with the. Oh, okay. You don't think some people just like that? Though? I think I, I I think people like that, but I think it's a small percentage. It's like when you're with somebody. I've used this phrase. My wife will laugh at, but like I I can learn to love it. You you know what I mean? Like I think it's one of those type of scenarios. Where it's like oh, you, do you like it or do you like the fact that it's mentioned and now you have it? Because. Do you is with this three hundred dollar watch get the job done for you over this forty thousand dollar watch? If it's real diamonds and all that, but it's not Richard Milley or whatever it is. So, if if, if that person you think that there's a, a place where that person just genuinely enjoys the forty thousand dollar watch more than me, and let's say I'm a watch dude, I'm a watch connoisseur, and, and and that stuff means a lot to me. Do you do you? Could you come to a place It's Mo And looking at people And being like Okay I can see why He got the $40,000 watch Yeah I, Yeah I can Okay I can but I so think So it's not It's not all the time You think that I right, think just he, he, he doing that Cause something missing In his life Yeah like, Because like, when you like, like for instance The super religious people Like I, I'm, like what you're saying I'm always skeptical Of okay. the super religious And I'm like right, Oh me too like he, he he cheating on his wife he touching little boys like some some oh no 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 i'm i'm very that skeptical <laughs> no, that's the same thing you say. I, I, same thing yeah you say. it's like all right um hmm. Hmm. you know so you see, like I think, I think i think that some people don't genuinely know the only satisfaction they know is impressing other people yeah you know i'm saying like mm -hmm. I, i've never and I've never really had that thing where I draw all of my satisfaction where it's impressing other people. Yeah, I care. Well, you used to care that you, you knew that I had the newest shoes or I got both pair or nigga, I got all of this, that, and the third. I care, but it wasn't you being impressed that satisfied me. It was me having it that satisfied me. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. Yeah. You need, does that make sense? But if nobody like, ever, like, but no if you like it, it's cool. But what makes me the most satisfied is I got these on my feet. That's what make me feel good. Mm -hmm. I was able to get these. Versus you coming and being like, oh, you got that shit on. Oh, well, what, where did you find well, the me, value in the thing that you got on your feet, though? How did you equate, oh, this is really valuable to me? Because I feel like that's the the next part of it. I see what you're saying. But right. then, like, okay. how do you get to the point to say, oh, man, I got the phones on. I, I mean, I got the, I got the Jordan 
I got the Jordan Eights on, or you know, I got the Balenciaga. Like, where did you get the gathering of? I can I got this on, and it excites me, and I'm happy about it alone. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. That's a good question. Somebody had to flex uh-huh. about it to get you. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm not down to flexing all together. No, 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 I get where you're coming from. When I'm just trying to find, because I do agree with you. However, I think that there's more to it as well. Okay. I told, I think I told the story on here before, how I even got introduced into it. My mom used to work at a department store. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 would, I don't know why this conversation sticks out to me. I remember this. But it was a little, one of the mannequins that it had on like the Timberlands and the Tommy Hill figure. And she was like, oh, look at this. And my mom was a young mom. So if I was eight, she was 28. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I don't give a fuck about that shit, man. I wanna, I wanna watch wrestling and play video games. Like, what? She's like, there's gonna be a point in time where this, like, this right here, you're gonna be asking me to buy you this, mm-hmm. and I wanna, I wanna remind you. Even maybe why I always remember it. I'm gonna remind ah, you. Wow. Are you saying that you don't care about? That? That's crazy. But it, maybe it was that, like you said, because there did become a point in time where I like that stuff. I thought it was for me, but maybe that seed was planted early by her letting me know that no people pay attention to this. Mm-hmm. Like, like my mom, <laughs> like, if I was wearing some bullshit, cause my mom real fashionable, she was like, "Come on, bro." Now you so that's probably that? where, yeah, like man, that, bro, like what? That's the like, worst thing too. Like that's boy, boy, oh. man, listen. <sighs> when a woman tell you. Man, this ironing used to be a thing. Like when I was growing up, mm-hmm. I don't know if you were know, this. We used to iron, put creases and shit. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we was on the telly. Nigga, I was going to this party one time and had a crooked crease in my shit. Like the, the crease was going. Yeah, like yeah, it went like you had a little. Yeah, my my nigga, I put my shit on. Nigga, I had a little jersey on. I never get this. It's a Florida State jersey, some tan pants with the crease and that and shit. She was like. Did your crease cricket that one? Like, didn't even say nothing about the fit. Oh, uh, your mom. <laughs> I was crushed. I, I, I was crushed. Can we get your mom on the podcast? <laughs> like, I know you gonna get your dad. Get your mom over here. Goodness gracious, because she has got. My mom ain't gonna wow. Do it, <laughs> nah, yeah, she's, a, she's a profi- yeah, she's a professional heat thrower. Like, she get it Goodness. from her. Like, my grandma was like that. Like, and, yeah. What my mom didn't realize is she hates it. Like we tell her that she's just like my grandma can do the same. Like she'll just say anything. Like you know mm-hmm. about right out of a place of like hate or being mean or anything. Just like they can't help it, man. And I, I'm almost you asked me about where the spike loop come from. That's that's a derivative of it. Like those two. Like mm-hmm. just being able to say it without even thinking about it and not having filter. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hit, she hit me with the I you can nigga. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's I, crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's finishing right there. I think I think I went <laughs> either took it off. Yeah, or bro. I ain't even going. Yeah, re iron like I ain't even going. You know what? I'm gonna stay at the crib, bro. <laughs> but I say that to say that goes to your question. It was originally like I gotta make sure, nigga. Even before I get out the house, I don't get roasted. Then mm-hmm. our friends, we was mm-hmm. like. Man, bro, what you got? Like it, it was that amongst us as well, and then people what they expected of us to have on. But then, like I said, it gradually grew into like this is what I like, nigga. Like, mm-hmm. and I know how to make what I like fly. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. So yeah, it does have something to do with I got this shit on and this, that, and the third. However, as you do that, you gradually get into a place where nigga, I can make this look fly. And mm. if a nigga don't get it, that's on them. It ain't on me. Right, right. And that, you know that is I got a... that from J Ho. I got that one hundred percent from J Ho. He started teaching me that because he was like, what, what, what part? J Ho is fly, but he yeah, yeah, he, he different. 
like fly. Like he do the mainstream fly shit, but he had to teach me like, nah, you can throw this, that, and the third together. It ain't gotta be this. It ain't gotta be the main, like, it ain't gotta be the full jean suit or whatever. Oh, breaking it, it or breaking up the monotony. Yeah, yeah like yeah, you yeah. can do you can do this and still be flying. It could be your own spin on shit. Like J Ho really just talked got me in that bag. Yo, that's the best feeling too, because I think I was like that too. Like I, I remember the concept of I'll bring it back to what we're talking about, but the concept of like not fully matching, that was like super late. I mean, I was Thanks. definitely up in twenties probably because the concept was introduced high school but i still didn't get it really until like then where i was like now i do it comfortably but like the idea of not matching like if i got on these kicks and they don't like i'm wearing these boots or whatever and they don't necessarily like oh i'm more i gotta it could be a small cup you know what i mean i got a darker brown and these are a lighter brown bro i used to go with the brown and but it ain't matching yeah yeah bro that 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 all of that is but but taking it back to what cuddy said in the clip that old clip is just that's just how I used to look at it. I just, I don't think it's nothing wrong with like, and I know people always think Maurice is like anti-money now. You know, they have people just, I think people think <laughs> I got to, people think funny things about me, I think. But, um, <laughs> but I just think that with the flex thing, I think it's cool, but it's just like now when people like repeat a bar back to me about what a rapper said about something he got, I just be like, I don't know. I just be like, and like, Okay, congratulations. Like, it just doesn't, it don't move me like that. Even, like, when I, I used to be in the battle rap, and I used to love, like, like they used to go crazy. You know, then one day it just hit me at my maturation. I was just like, these dudes are literally saying the most awful things to each other, back and forth. And then they're saying, ooh, my struggle was harder than your struggle. Now, my, my, my pain, it run deeper than your pain. Matter of fact, while you was out there doing this, I was... It's like now I start looking at it. I get the entertainment. It's supposed to be there. I'm not telling people stop doing these things. I'm just saying that I've gotten to a, a phase of my life where I'm, I'm looking at things and I'm calling it what it is. Like when we look really? at the rap and the, and the like, isn't that what? Isn't that kind of? Because huh? what I I'm not a fan of battle rap at all, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate it when I look at it when like Big Jeff he fucks with it. He mm-hmm. sent it to me like, like this verse right here, like it's all yeah, time shit. Yeah, they be good. What the stuff to be on Twitter. So I look at it and I see what you're saying in the sense of these niggas is really just insulting each other and yelling and, and preparing their struggles. But I also look at it like this shit is theater almost. Yeah, that too. Like this nigga, like when I'm looking at it, I'm like, man, this nigga wrote that down. Mm-hmm. He got the perfect timing. The crowd was talking and shit. And he, he waited. He hit it with it at just the right time. Like they performing a play. No, yeah, absolutely. So I always look at it with a lot of respect in the sense of it ain't just rapping, it's performative. And yeah, it's like comparing the struggle with and, and the Jones, essentially. Mm-hmm. But it's also these niggas is so cold at rapping and rhyming that they're able to do it in the form of a play almost. Mm-hmm. And it ain't even like some of the niggas are the best niggas that rap probably couldn't do it. Like you get oh, yeah, all on the stage. Jay probably can't do like, yeah, nah, like nah, them nah. niggas, the best niggas that do that battle rap shit. That shit is different. Nah, no, so it's I always looking from a sense of a, it's another skill. It's, it's an additional skill. No, and that, you're absolutely yeah. right. Some people compare it to like wrestling or boxing, you know, pay per view, how the whole setup. And I and I, I watch. I've been watching battle rap for a long time, so I know. I just, I guess, I just look at it. And the bigger picture for me, outside of the flexing, is just. I'm always looking at this and I, I'm not trying to be hard on our community, but it's just mainstream stuff and we we can wrap it up or whatever. But like I I just 
I'm just ready. I don't know what we need to do or how we get there. I'm just ready for things to the thing that is cool in black urban hip hop, whatever you want to call our black community, urban community, whatever you have, you want to classify African-American or whatever. I just want something else to be cool on a mainstream level. I just look at what we deem as cool or at least what they project as cool. And it's kind of relatively in that same vein in regards to this side of our culture, I guess. And I just wish that it was, I just wish it was something else. You don't think like, you don't think Barack was cool? Absolutely, Barack was cool. I think Jay Z is cool at this old age, and it ain't got nothing to do with rap. Sure. So busy. Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. That's fair. Yep. Um, think so. I yeah. think there are cool things. There's not a lot. I would yeah. agree with you. There, no, I'm not saying ain't nothing I, I, at I, I all. Do think, yeah. Okay. I won't. I won't be ignorant to say, oh, there's nothing. Out. We ain't got nothing. I won't do that. But I just, I'm, I'm hoping that we can turn. It's, it's hard to you see. Wish sexy red wasn't cool. That's what you say. You, you know, I mean, but it's even before her though. Uh, even before her, like I mean, we can go to two thousand nineties. It's like we let greedy that hard hip hop. But again, was I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the answer is. But it's just a hard. I just. I'm like, where can we find a, a line of like it is theater or this? These are these writers are like writers for a movies, but they're rappers. Okay, where can we find a way to? And I always look, I really don't put it on the rappers and, and us. I really put it on the machine that pumps this, the people that really got the money that are behind the scenes that can control the media of how we're, the optics of us is. That's always my, the programming, you know what I mean? That's always really my issue. It's like, y'all choose this because y'all want this to be the thing. Because I know there's rappers and there's artists and people out there in our community, in the urban, in the hip hop culture that's not necessarily doing them things and still are getting it off in a fly way. I'm not going to believe that if I don't give you struggle rap or if I don't give you the whole negative blues type rap songs that that, there can't be no good songs out there. I'm not, I know there's good songs outside of that, but again, it's just the agenda or whatever it is that's behind the scenes that say, oh no, check, dismiss, check, dismiss. And it it keeps perpetuating kind of what I spoke about on another episode, you know? So that's kind of, I'm just ready for that wave. Um, that's kind of this is wave, like how do you think that wave comes in? Like what do you think would need to happen? Like if you, if you had a magic wand, you could say, Well, me Mo, I thought about it and I could do this. I could hit this button and do this, and this is gonna start to turn the tide. Okay. Um so let's just go hip hop again. Let's say some of the young rappers, right? They they're let's use um like let's use like an NBA young boy, right? And let's say he has he's making another rap song, another one of like the really violent songs. But like I ain't never listened to his music really. You know, but let's just say he makes a violent song, but he does a dreams and nightmare version of this. Like where first half starts one way, second half goes another way. Right? But let's say he starts off being violent on the first half of the beat, then the beat changes and he there's like a sense of regret and change within that saying like oh man i should have been my homie man he had a daughter kind of like t grizzly like almost like and then that, that and that song goes then you keep seeing stuff like dirk all my life then you start to see these hood stories but they're finding some hopefulness in the hood stories even though i get like you said you don't always have to have that but maybe somewhere in the trend we can at least get more balance 
from these these really gritty artists that have really gritty beginnings where we can see stuff like that he's i put him there because he's one of the top sellers and he's well renowned in in the hip-hop community i guess you know so something like that that's a small start not just him it could be anybody but i'm just using him because he came to mind but like creating a new trend while still having the relative sound that's familiar to people yeah i think i think they're they're in a position where they they don't really care to hear when somebody tells you the impact they may or may not know know like caring to hear like i think they have an idea idea because if you go to these concerts and you see all these people you turn you you pull the mic out and you point it to the crowd and they're rapping the craziest lyrics you just said when i turn a block then i spin the block and uh, 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 you have some idea bro you know you got to listen to a song a few times to repeat to know the lyric so i i don't know the i don't i don't think they know the depth from a psychological that's what i mean because i was I'm, I'm basing this off of us and I was listening to Lil Boosie on Breakfast Club this week and he was like when people come up to me bro it's not oh I love your music it's not oh you're my favorite artist it's like nigga you raised me my daddy wasn't there I learned a lot of shit that I needed to learn from you or feedback that we've gotten like oh bro you've changed my life literally like I'm a grown successful man it could be doing very much well without listening to you or, or, or doing anything that you say. I could completely dismiss it. However, I took the time out, being a grown, successful, intelligent man, listen to what you're saying, and that shit actually changed my life because I know what you putting into it. I can hear it in your voice. Like, I can hear the depth of the conversation that you and Moa have, mm-hmm. and you changed my life. And you and I look at it in life, dang it. Oh, holy shit. I'm just I'm only just talking to my friend bro like bro and I'm not dismissing it and I'm not saying that I don't appreciate it because I, I love it it adds fuel to the fire and we'll talk about later what, what that actually does but it's still the gravity of it is still like it, I'm still wrapping my head around it so when you're talking about a young nigga like NBA young I'm, I'm 40 years old I know how to think through stuff and be like oh shit this is what's on the line like okay now I, i'm getting a full i can see the playing field better now that i'm getting this feedback of what mm-hmm. needs to happen mm-hmm. but a nigga that's 23 24 years old like an nba young boy sexy red it's like they just seem like oh i like your music they don't get that a little girl is basing her whole lifestyle off of sexy red music they don't get that little niggas is riding and sliding and, and picking their friends and using their terminology and their thought process behind their music they just ain't they can't wrap their head around and we can't hold them to that as kids yeah you're right so i wonder is it that like i I get what you're saying and people needing to be conscious in what they're doing and paying attention to it but i also wonder too if it's they just don't understand the impact that they have and we can speak from perspective of saying like we we didn't understand the impact that we had so i could totally get it if NBA young boy 10, 15 years from now, I was like, bro, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know, bro. Like, I was 24 years old, man. I can imagine what I would have told a nigga at 24 if he told me I changed his life. Like, I, I could imagine how that conversation would have went or what I would have thought or how arrogant I would have been versus hearing at 40 and being like, oh, shit. Like, he wants this, something. This got weight. Nah, now, this got weight something. to it. Yeah, like, he might want something. He just sucking up because he yeah. know this, that, pause. 
because he noticed that in the third about me mm-hmm. but at my age knowing that i don't owe anybody anything and nobody owes me anything and somebody coming out and saying that unprovoked the weight that that holds oh shit, that's that's different mm-hmm. that is different spike you and animal brown y'all had this conversation and we've had this conversation before and this is not a hip-hop podcast for whenever y'all are hearing this but this show originally started off as a spinoff of on deck so let's keep that in perspective so from every now and then we will have conversations about hip-hop but we'll have a a, a greater conversation as it relates to black men uh you had you you had spoke to and we've spoke here before about drake he's not pop i mean he's not rap he's not hip-hop he's I see, pop i see yeah yeah okay and you said i say that and that's not a slight because you feel that he has surpassed hip hop. Right. Okay. Exactly. My question is, why is hip hop something to surpass? Um Does I mean, any other genre reason, do that? We, we talked about this before, right? I don't, I'm not sure if it was here or if it was on, on deck. If you had people like Jay-Z who were still putting out albums and weren't like turning their nose up at hip hop stuff, you had an Andre 3000 saying he felt like he didn't feel like he had outgrown rap and he won't perform anymore, won't even go on tour. I don't limit it to Drake. I feel like even T.I., who talked about him, I'm doing comedy so I can still get on stage, still scratch that itch, but I'm too old to be jumping around talking about you don't know me. So hip-hop is a thing for a younger crowd, especially like the, the, the turn-up stuff. Well, I mean, a lot of it's for younger crowd, but you, you surpass hip-hop because the same reason that, that Drake does the dance out. I'm, I'm wanting to get into more homes. Just until what this year was the first time or last year, whatever the fuck it was in the Super Bowl, we had our first hip hop Super Bowl. That took 50 something Super Bowls for it to get there. Mm-hmm. So when I say Drake has surpassed it and I, I reiterate that it's not a slight, he's just bigger than the genre. Like, I don't even know that there's a comparison that you could make for him to the peaks that he's reached in hip-hop like jay-z ain't been as successful from a musical standpoint mm-hmm. as drake in, in my opinion maybe outcast was as a group but i highly doubt that as well and we're talking about i'll continue to name them because those are probably the closest people to drake and we've seen what they've said at this point jay, jay just put out a song 10 minutes that nigga didn't even rap on it. he was doing spoken word mm-hmm. Andre just put out a flute album Mm-hmm. So those are the those are the examples that I'm using when I say he's bigger than hip hop. Because when we're talking about just him being hip hop, I'm comparing him to Tupac and Biggie versus him being in the correct conversation versus the Taylor Swift, the Beyonce, or Bad Bunny. That's where I feel like that he's at. Okay, those are interesting things. They don't mean Drake. Fan. I, 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 I no, nah, this ain't a Drake. But this ain't this ain't a, a Drake fan necessarily thing. But I I will sh- shoot some bell because like I said, I don't even listen to his music anymore at this point. Really, nothing new, but. Um, I think that for one well let me just speak to that and I want to have more of a conversation about our genre and how we kind of treat it like we treat a lot of our things for some reason in our community our culture uh, when it comes to Drake to me I think when we say that I say oh he's not hip hop he's pop to me I don't I think we're looking at it wrong this is my opinion I think that we have to look at it like oh no no I am pop and I'm rap and I'm R&B too I'm a boxer. Look, I'm a boxer and I have a heavyweight belt. I also got the light heavy and I got the weight welter. 
I got these belts. Why can't I say, oh, I'm not the light heavyweight champ because I'm the heavyweight champ? That's for me where I think we always we I don't know why we just have to say you're this and nothing else. I'm like, no, nah, you you're this and you're that. What we recognize you more as, sure. But I'd say you're not this, you're that. I don't think that's a, a fair I just don't think that's a fair label in it uh in that regard when we talk about Aubrey. The example was good that you gave with the belts. And here's the reason why you I can use it against you. Okay. Drake can rap. He can rap his ass off, right? He's a rapper. No. He's an artist. <laughs> yeah, okay. And that goes to my point. What's, up, what's under that he category? Ain't, he ain't dominated in a sense of, and this is what rap peers will say. Okay. Point me to the Drake album where he's straight barring you up. You can't win the title if you don't like win the match. Like you can. It's what cool for a nigga to go. It's cool go for ahead. a nigga to go, go two, ahead. three, four rounds. You say, man, he really stuck with that guy. But if you got to go through a twelve round fight, am I gonna put Drake with J Cole and Kendrick Lamar niggas? That they bars you can like. I ain't saying that Drake bars he don't work at his, but them niggas are rappers. Now, true to life, they can't do what Drake do. They cannot. It's imp- it's impossible. However, that one that they do great, Drake hasn't shown himself to be able to do that on a one-off. Like if that nigga had an album where it was twelve songs, he was straight rapping, tearing niggas down, pause, and 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 like you knew like this nigga pin serious. I didn't even know he could get in that bag. Like you don't have that doubt with Kendrick Lamar. You don't have that with J Cole. So I couldn't necessarily say he has a belt in hip hop. I would say, like you said, he got the world championship belt, but the Intercontinental Champion is different. Uh, whatever champ, the welterweight champion is different. The tag team champion is different, just because they are in that division consistently battling. Drake dibbles and dabbles in different ones. If he were to dive in and give you one rap album before he leave, maybe he could say that. But I don't look at it that way. No, we can't say maybe. If he does that. He should. I think he should do that. Though, because, it's highly unlikely. Though. I mean, it's knows, very highly unlikely. It, it, it is. It's a, it's a. It's a. It's a very high risk versus reward. He do yeah. that. So what? People be like, oh, I mean, we knew Drake could rap. Okay, that's but what hating ass niggas is gonna say. You, no, you're right. It, you're right. And he do it. He do it well. And it's just like, well, motherfuckers knew that anyway. He knew I could do this anyway. So I just it's a it's so, curse. I, you you make a great point as far as like, oh well, you don't have like a. He ain't got a, a rap one Forest Hills Drive. He don't got a but no, but we uh, can't see that's butterfly. Okay, that's the problem. He don't have those albums. That that's a problem for me though, because we. In what sense? I I'll give you the sense of you you haven't put out a rap album. Let's just say mm-hmm. you haven't put out a rap album. You put out a hip hop album. So you know R and B is in hip hop. Pop right. is a little bit in hip hop. We got a lot of different ingredients now in hip hop, but he hasn't put out a rap album. Sure, I mean right. some people argue if you're reading this, but. So I agree with you. You're right. Okay, with that consensus. But it's just very hard for me to say, oh, you're not a rapper because I gonna compare you to these people. Like I I, I don't know. I just have a hard time saying I I, I think you because he doesn't say, oh, to be a rapper, you gotta be the best rapper. Nobody said that. Like Mace is not the best rapper, but he's a rapper. But well, he spent go- the majority of his time rapping. Well, I could argue that Drake splits his time evenly. I'm in my jam. There's got to be some analytics. There's got to be some out there. I'm in my rap bag. He do all those different things. He do. He do. This is not a slight. Those guys may not be as talented. Oh, I remember when I wanted to ask you. 
they ain't as talented musicians as Drake is. But some kind of way or another, like you said, if we're gonna speak to the culture, that's on us or him that people didn't take offense to it and his fans. Like nobody is saying this in a, I mean, some people may be hating and saying it, but me, Spike Lou, when I'm saying it, I'm not saying it in a bad sense. Yeah, no, I know you It would be like me being like, it would be like a motherfucker telling me that Michael Jackson was one of the best R&B people. Like, no, like you wouldn't say that. He had an R&B bag, but he uh, so, was a so we not gonna, we, but we won't call him R&B singer too? He was an R&B single, but he went the king of R&B. Like, you know, why do you pop. have to have? That's the issue. Why do you have to be the best to have a? Because when niggas is that good, that, when the niggas is that good, that's what you expect from him. Like, oh, come on, Drake come teases on. people. He teases people, bro. Like, he people do, want that rap album. They want that. Like, man, if that nigga gave us this, he did a scary hours six track straight rapping. Mm-hmm. That was banging. Mm-hmm. I yeah. really like that. Yeah. But you got to do that for like 12 songs, bro. And again, I still probably wouldn't even consider him a rapper. I would say he would check off another box in the rap category, okay. which would add to his case. But we're talking about Drake, man. You like, you're comparing him to like Michael Jackson and Elvis and the Beatles and Madonna and, and Beyonce and Bad Bunny. And those are the people that he in the league with. J. Cole can't even compete with niggas like that. Well, let me Kendrick ask White, though. Same level as niggas like that. Let's, let's, let's put it, let's bring it home for you. Somebody comes up to you and say, like, oh, you you surpassed podcasting. Spike Lou, you are a journalist. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, yeah, I hear you, bro. I'm you're a journalist in hip hop or sports. You're a journalist. We look at you as a journalist now. You you surpass a podcaster. Then you say, Yeah, I hear that. I mean, I, I am a podcaster too. They're like, no, 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 no. You can't podcast. I've heard you podcast, but we hold you in regards as a journalist. What what do you say to that? If that's your scenario, um, I got more years of work in podcasting than I would journalism, right? So I could always reference back to my work. But you I always like, have. But that's saying deep and say, hey, he was only doing this. He chopped his teeth off this, and he got to the position to put himself as a journalist through podcasting. But that's say what you put the most time in. That say they considered it. This is hip hop journalism. Or this, you know what I mean? Like what you were doing, yeah, it's podcasting, but it was journalism. So like with Drake coming out with the first album, it's like, okay, he's rapping, but he's also doing pop records straight out the gate on So Far Gone. You know, he's, so you that say somebody says that. He's like, oh, well, I've been podcast looking at his head, but that's journalism. You guys were researching. You guys were covering things. Would you wouldn't feel some kind of slight to like that in any kind of way? Or would you say, or would you double down and say, no, I am a podcaster too, though? But you know what? I think that's part of the reason. That's a really good question. And part of the reason why I'm viewing it and saying it's not a slight for sure. I would probably take that as a compliment. I wouldn't take that as they discrediting what I did in podcasting. I would take that as, oh, he's grown to or has met a level where that stuff right there, yeah, that was dope for that was dope for what it was in podcasting but now we're talking about journalism and there's this certain criteria that he's met there's these expectations that we now have of him now he's in this field so you may have built it in that field but now you're here you're up here with us we're taking you more serious that's how if i were drake i would look at it like i would be telling niggas thank you versus with the the exception of how the niggas making the faces and doing all that snide stuff of course they gonna do that when you're on top but yeah like to me that's a compliment you surpassed what you started out to do or what people wanted to label you as or even thought that you were and now you're operating in this space where no one ever expected you to be in and people are crediting you for that 
I understand your thought process when you're saying, well, they're taking the other thing from you. And me, Spike Lou, the reason that I have the viewpoint that I do on it, because I would be like, no, y'all can have that. Mm. I don't like, you can take it. You can say that. Because I'm now here, not that I look down on what I did or take anything from it, but I've worked myself into a position where now you can call me this other thing. So then, and I would be cool with that. Do how much? And I, I guess I challenge how much of, and maybe I take it differently because I have a different perspective as far like. So I put it on you. Um, how much in any involvement, any creative process you've done, how much have you had to do multiple roles to get the finished product? In, 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 in the sense of anything, like whatever you've been Everything. into. Everything. So you said I had to wear multiple hats. I got to do the research for it. Then I got to go on and talk about it. You got to make sure that it's right. You have to be articulate enough to coexist with other people in different spaces. One of the things that what I would point out to people who would follow me across their platforms, one of the most difficult things, I still enjoy it, but I podcast with a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. So that's navigating a lot of different personalities. I'm talking about what, 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 I'm talking about up to six, seven different people a week mm-hmm. that I'm podcasting with, learning their flows and tempos, and you know what a buttons are to press. Them playing off me per se. You can't take, and you and I talked about this offline. You can't take though. I I understand what somebody says. Well, I, I want you to come and be Spike Lou. You can't take the same energy across every platform if you're good, in my opinion. You got to have multiple speeds. You got to be able to do, well, okay, I'm going to let him cook. I'm going to throw oops all, all episode. Being hot, I'm shooting. I'm slamming the ball. I'm driving late. Or I'm going to play the background. I'm just making the passes. I'm just going to let them cook. I'm, I'm setting picks this podcast. Mm-hmm. Being able to navigate those different things throughout the different platforms that you on is a skill in itself. Mm-hmm. Not just showing up saying, I'm going to say what I need to say. But how am I going to say it where I'm going to get a reaction out of Mo, or get a reaction out of Nick, or get conversation out of AB, or Ken, or Mike, or Rod, or FIFA, or any of those people that I podcast with on a weekly basis? Mm-hmm. This is four days a week, maybe sometimes even five. Mm-hmm. So that thing right there, I think, was a long-winded answer to your question. I guess so. It's like, I guess, and I want to move to more of the conversation about hip-hop as far as um, how we value it in our community, but... I guess I just look at it like if I did this and I'm doing this as well, yeah. then I, I'm I'm claiming that slider, bro. Like you, you're a researcher. Don't say oh, I'm not a researcher. Yes, I am. I do this every week, bro. I need that. Don't take it away. Say, oh, you're more than a researcher. I am, but I need that, though. I am a researcher. You're a chemistry builder. Like you, like you just said, I go in these different ways. You're building chemistry for the flow of the show, for the product. I'm a chemistry builder. Yeah, but you more than that. Yeah, but I'm still a chemistry builder. I need that slider. So that's why I'm kind of like in that regard. It's like, yeah, I am pop, but I am a rapper and I do that. And I need that slider. Don't disregard that slider because I do that. That's what I'm saying, bro. So you, you that was a good way to put it. So let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What if that's just a part of my game? What if that's just my bad? It's just like Kevin Durant's one type of player, LeBron James is one type of player. Both of them are hell of a players. But when you're talking about the step back or whatever it may be, that Kevin Durant's a hell of a scorer. 
that's his bag. Whereas to pose to LeBron James is a hell of a basketball player, basketball IQ and getting people involved. You can label both of them great players, but when you get into Kevin Durant, great player bag, it's one thing. And when you get into LeBron James, great player bag is one thing. Just like you and I, like you're a great podcaster and I'm a great one. But when you get into the Mo bag, it's a different bag. I don't, I don't need you to specify all the stuff that you think that I'm good at or that I think that I've accomplished. Long as at the end point, you giving me the recognition that I deserve for what I'm doing. Hence me saying that about Drake and Pop. Yeah, I'm a pop dude, but rap just so happened to be in my bag. It ain't in Bad Bunny's bag. It ain't in Taylor Swift's bag. Beyonce may do it a little bit, but she don't get to it like I do. Mm -hmm. Just like R&B is in my bag, but I ain't in the R&B bag like Beyonce. Mm -hmm. All of us are pop stars. We just got different things in our bag. As long as you ain't discredited in my bag, I'm good. That's it. That's that's it. That's 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 what I was saying. Like just okay. I, you, you made a great point that's an ingredients all of these ingredients yeah. this is what made me pop all these ingredients this made taylor swift acoustic uh live mm -hmm. is beyonce the dancing the, oh this all pop got it you know just that's all i'll be like just i am this too you know so and that's why I, I always say when i had this conversation about Drake, I, I dude is a hell of a rapper no no but yeah. i wouldn't just limit his bag to that a lot of niggas bag is limited to that like oh, no, yeah, right. is a hell of a rapper and that's it that's his bag yeah he may have different rap elements in that bag, but mm -hmm. it ain't no pop elements in that bag. You know that's what I'm true. saying? That's true. So uh, that's, that's why, true. like I say, I, I always wonder why people are so quick to take offense. I mean, some people, when they say it, they do mean offense by it. We might mm, have, yeah. we need to have a, a episode about an intent. I, I keep trying to tell you. Uh, oh, intent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I told you. How I mean, you we receive need... it and how somebody is saying it. Like, I think we need to have an episode about that. But what I will say, I think the intent be off a lot of times which is why he receives it that way so i get it but i'm being very clear in my intent i'm giving him credit for it. yeah with the hip-hop conversation um mm -hmm. why do we i don't know if it was the thing before or now but why do we treat it like it's uh we treat i almost feel like when we say oh you're we're bigger than this or we've moved on past this why do we treat it like a high school sports coach well we can start with us right like I okay. just you don't even listen to your favorite artist no more. Okay. Yeah. Why is that? Uh I don't listen to it because it's just certain messaging I can't get behind anymore. I think that you grow up. See, hip hop is hip hop is this one thing. It's one thing, okay. From a from a popular perspective. Excuse me, not not overall, but popular perspective. And that one thing used to be what we gravitated to, the popular thing in hip hop. When we're talking about the book era, you would say Drake and I don't know who else in your era. I'm too old. But for I mean, me, Drake, Kendrick, Cole, Sean, yeah, Wale, you know. Uh, for me, it would be uh, Master P and No Limit and, and Pac and Biggie. The one thing that those guys gravitated to to make them popular rappers is the thing that I was into at the time. Okay. Now the stuff that I'm into, there's not a lot of rappers addressing that because it's not the popular thing. So I don't rush to hear new music. Or like you said, I don't really want to have that vibe because I'm not doing the same type of things. So I think it is it, it it's fair to say that you can outgrow hip hop. Now I can throw shit on there and that then for the memories, or I listen to new people that I like. Uh but in the sense of like Every Tuesday, I used to go buy albums or anything new or new artists came out. I want to know who they were, what they got going on. I ain't in that bag no more. And that's hip hop. Like, I think that's how we get when we like turn your nose up at it when somebody come to you like, you heard 
Big Smelly Thug from Memphis, man. He be ripping. I'm like, bro, I, there's no way that I would know. But I appreciate you for telling me. I check it out at some point if I get a chance to, but I ain't in it like that for me to know who that is. And I think that's a part of it. That's the feeling of, oh, I've outgrown this because you don't stay up to date and current. Rap is a, a rap is one of the few genres that you have to stay up to date and current with when you're participating. In. Otherwise, like you said, you had the same feeling. Of, well, you know, I'm a little old for that. That, that seems so unfortunate too. It's like something that yes. worked in our favor is now working against us, you know, in a weird way because it doesn't leave room for it. I mean, we got older rappers and stuff, and we've we've championed it, and, and a lot of them put up great music. We see Nas, a lot of them, and we go listen to them, and we'll go listen like, to them. But yeah. it's so weird. We it's like we were the kisses of the world in hip hop. You know, you a seventy year year old old wrinkled balls pause old like you old old for real and yeah, we're still yeah. like yo but that's yo that's that's sugar hill gang or whatever like yo that's it's it's just i don't know i guess that's kind of weird to me i just you're absolutely right you're nailing it i just i was like damn why does hip-hop feel like a thing to move on from rocking like that, yes, popping like that uh, country ain't like that you don't just i'm moving on like i move past this but rap and hip-hop is like that that's why I think the subgenres serve a purpose, and that's why I tied it back to the Drake thing. We need people like Drake because, regardless of the pop element, he still keeps rap to me somewhat exciting. Even though I'm not on it like that, I listen to you guys. You guys keep me, you know, on it. But I don't know. I just, I don't know. It was just a thought listen? I had. Like, do you go listen to new music? Like, do you look and search for it, like on iTunes, or Apple Music, anything? Like, do you like? Let me see what's not up. at all. Like, How do you come across some stuff? Memes. I tell you about it. It, it might, yeah, y'all, y'all on deck. Uh, memes. Um, that's kind of it, really. I might listen to a podcast and hear an artist. Like, I got one artist I may listen to because I R and B Money podcast. He did God did, and I was like, okay, well, that. I kind of his story was interesting, so I said maybe I check out his little EP or whatever. But how did you used to find new stuff? Oh, I was on Spotify every Friday. Go looking for it. Mm-hmm. How you just tied, I know. I remember you said you should listen to shit just kind of album cover. Yeah, up, I was downloading them. Joints, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on that piff just looking at shit. Oh, that album cover look cool. Let me see what this Absolutely. is. Absolutely. It's almost like that part of it, like that's a part of it for our generation at least, for hip hop. Like we used to do that. Like we, I would go to like, we would go to the CD store and be in that hour, bro, just looking around. What's on sale? Like what came out today? Niggas knew the people at the record stores in the hood. Like, oh, y'all, what's up? Y'all want the new No Limit shit? You go up there on Friday, you buy it early. Like, all of that was a part of it. Once you start getting older, you just don't got time to do that. You got family, you got friends, you got podcasts that you listen to, books that you read, sports you watch. And just music, the way that you consume it just starts to dwindle down, at least, at least in my case. I, I commend the people that are my age and older that still like are there every week trying to listen to it battle or juggling kids and everything else that they do like i'm surprised the dead is hip-hop guys like i can yeah. them for it. like yeah, being able sure. to do this and, sure. like, i wouldn't be able to do that like me and ab is our stuff is is hip-hop light like it's more y'all hip-hop ish that's what yeah we, we, we more of a current event show you know yeah. what i'm saying like we we gonna give you the news topics but if you come talking to us about like kenny mason or J.I.D.'s new song like bro we y'all kill Ooh, it too what? y'all definitely kill it like cause you do give a, y'all do give us that 
that appetizer that makes us feel like, yo, this is like the four course meal, but really it's like, oh dang, I just ate the sampler. I had a mozzarella stick here, I had a nacho there, I had a triple play. You got all yeah. of it. The tri- yeah. 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 I didn't even think about that, bro. I, I swear yeah. I was like, man, I'm still immersed in hip hop listening on deck, man. They put me on. <laughs> no, absolutely not, nigga. And I, I don't think I'm speaking out of turn. You ask AB who some new niggas is. Oh, I know man. he ain't. Because <laughs> yeah, you know. oh, I, 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 bro, I, I asked, uh, I was asking the dead end niggas one time when I was sitting in, like Mike and, and Rod. And they would say, nah, it's just, I, 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 remember, I remember the name Mason specifically. They were able to name like 10, 11, 12 dudes that I had never heard of. I'm like, bro, y'all. You like, dig, y'all making I'm, this up. Yeah, like right, I, this did it. There's no way it's a dude with this name. Like, nah, I don't believe it. But I look him up. Some of them I listen to, like the Kenny Mason dude can spit, but you know, I wouldn't. It's nothing that I would gravitate to. So that makes like, it. So is it a fad people. now? Is that is that what hip hop is? Is a fad? I think it's now? more it's popular tr- music. Trendy. I think it's more popular music now, and that's why Drake should be offended. Yeah. Like, I mean, the the goal for hip hop people is to be pop. Like Cardi, Cardi is pop. She ain't just I mean, if, if people put Drake in their top five rappers of all time, what do you think about that? Mm. Do you look at them funny, side-eyed? They say, man, I based on all I them you... funny. I, I would get it, but I wouldn't do it. Well, okay, I, of course. I, what different areas? I, I, I get it. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Because I, I never want to slight what that man has done. Like, his career has been amazing to watch it. Like, remembering the first time that I heard So Far Gone, and listening to successful and like damn man this shit different like mm-hmm. i wonder how far dude gonna go and mm-hmm. you know looking at it man this nigga one of the biggest stars yeah, in the world like i, I watched the grassy so i'm still mind blown yeah see i don't i, I wasn't even aware of the grass yeah i was on. thrown bro i didn't even know that nigga was an actor like you know what i'm saying yeah, you know, i was I'm on it successful like... at november 18th and i'm like oh my god this nigga singing like this oh, he's he's gonna be out of here Yo, he surpassed take. even what i thought hot take What's he that? right up under Jay-Z on quotables. There's nobody else. I don't think there's a number two stronger. What there's many quotables. That's fair. Okay. That's I, I was just saying that was a hot take. Jay is, a, Jay is a far, he way far ahead of him. That's just because I'm older than you. I got a Jay-Z quote. I'm I don't sure know. Drake keep this. rapping another I 10. got a Jay-Z quote. <laughs> but I you. see out there, it wouldn't, but that go the thing. It wouldn't register you the same the other 10 as it did before. Jay shit already set in stone. Like them, I'm gonna remember. Some set in nigga. stone stuff. I don't know, man. Drake ain't got nothing. Like, hey, man, what's the difference between a four point oh and a four point six? Like thirty to forty G's, cocksucker beat it. Well, like, <laughs> like I'm a businessman. I'm a oh, businessman. I'm not a businessman. Bro, like, I just nigga. said what last week. I'm authentic, real name, no gimmicks, no games, no scrimmage. I ain't playing with you niggas. That's one. That's solid. Now that he, he had he, you know, got, he got those crazy. They got like, a lot of them though. Pac up there too. Pac might be Pac up there too. Me. Am I me wrong? Because I want to get it on till I die. Oh my god. Yeah, like, yeah. Like Pac got a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Last That's people never one. asked me to live most, a lie. Yeah. Who got the most quotables? What's your favorite Pac out? Like, do you are you familiar with all this work? Or was it like yeah? You it I, I went through all of it one time, and then I've always uh-huh. kind of gone back to. It's it's always between them two, um, me against the world and uh, all eyes on me. Yeah, me against the world probably one of my favorite albums. Uh, so hard because all, all eyes on me is that full West Coast, like he's that's all the, the way immersed. That's the, but it's so many songs. <laughs> Versus the yeah. other one's more concise, but it's got a little East Coast flavor and more intro. It's more introspective too. 
Yeah, it's like, probably me against the my world. College shit. He's on his pop my college shit on on rightfully so on all yeah. eyes on me. But me yeah. against the world was like nigga, I'm 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 an artist, nigga. Yeah, like, I'm gonna give you yeah. a real true perspective, and that shit was fire. That's a conversation I would love to have too. What's that? The conversation of what do you do in that position as Pac? You know, when when everything played out how it played, as far as him going to prison and like you know pretty much everybody kind of dismissed him, left him out there, and the one person that came out there to look out, which was. Um, should you know how everything kind of played out there? Like people always looking like, man, he should have this and that. But it's like, like they left him for, to the wolves, kind of. It's always been an interesting thing to me, like when he got out, like his loyalty and you know. And I always thought they was a lot closer, but I realized when he was trying to do his own thing, I'm like, oh, this was kind of a different. It was a business deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it ma- kinda, they made it look. They sold it. They sold it. Turning the sales, but. I think I think it was more so like this is a business thing. And both of us are doing this to benefit to take the next steps in our career. And we both made a smart move. Should and Park. Yeah. Fortunately, ended up in death for Park. Yeah. Shit, jail for shit. So sad, saddest thing ever for me, bro. One of them, bro. I still remember the night. You were what? You, you what, what year were you born in? Ninety. Ninety. Okay. Yeah, you was, was too young. But I, I remember the night we were heading to the, the state fair. We was walking. MTV, well, we, before we started headed down to walk to the fair, had an MTV breaking news that he had been killed or shot. Maybe it was shot. Yeah, I think it was killed because he died on the 13th, I believe. So, yeah, I remember that. And was y'all shedding like, tears? Oh, Anybody crying around y'all? Yeah. yeah, it was people that like they had the. This might have been before your time, but they used to have a photo where you could take pictures before everybody had phones. You take the Polaroids at the places you go. And you buy Polaroids Because I don't know what a Polaroid is This guy I don't know man (laughs) Bro how young do you think I am Goodness gracious (laughs) You older than Nick I keep forgetting it This dude think I'm so young I'm like bro (laughs) They used to take Bro I'm telling you They used to rob us In the clubs And in events For Polaroid pictures Like niggas would pay $50 per picture Per Polaroid Like there were times When we would would Go to club nights And the, the cameraman Would charge like just because he knew what how much money the people had and was just throwing around. Oh, these pictures $25. Pictures $50 for a fucking cheap-ass polo. Get it off. I mean, we charging for these bottles. We charging this for the pictures. Get it off. Get it off. Yeah, they used to. They, did, they definitely did that with clubs. Yeah, it, was, it was a different time, <laughs> man. It was a lot different. I know, man. Uh, well, we're going to have a whole episode within that episode, but I'll keep rolling. Um, Do you ever look at I don't know about you, bro. I struggle. This is a bittersweet feeling that I always have. It's like that Tony Soprano. I got, I get the feeling that I, I feel like uh, I came in when, you know, in at the end, the kind of concept. I always feel like, bro, from like 2005 to like 2015, I feel like society sped up so much, so quickly. Like it was just slowly, like the trajectory of how things were advanced as far as tech go. You got your sidekick. Now we're getting into flips. Now we're getting touchscreen phones. We're getting there. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, we got Facebook. Oh, this is a little Facebook. People put their little posts and stuff. No pictures and nothing. Just just words. And then from that, well, MySpace, you know, and then Facebook. And then after that, bro, that Twitter, everything just, I'm still like, bro, where did the time go? I'm mind blown to this day. Like, that's why I be stuck in my room when Rich be like, bro, how do you not? Because, like, I'm still... What? Where are we at, bro? I'm still stuck here. Like, I think I ain't from a conspiracy theory standpoint. I think something happened because I feel the same way as you do. I, 
maybe we just got older and that's the thing that happens at the time is you're not looking at things the same but I agree with you like you look up now especially at my age you're like bro it's it was just November nigga it's May like I, I didn't even expect a year to go by this quick when I can remember it seemed like waiting on my whole life for Christmas or my birthday just those events like that or when school would start back and you yeah. wear these new clothes like it seemed like that shit used to take forever. It seemed like summer was forever when we was young, nigga. Man. It, it wasn't long enough then we didn't think so. But we had a time, like all the time. shit that we swears into them, what, eight weeks? A lot of now hanging outside. Man, now you look at it and then you look up, you be like, damn, summer over with already. Like school so starting no, in July. Okay. Bro, I don't think you off on that at all. I don't know if it's tech. I don't know if we've just gotten older. So the, the benchmarks seem like, because we, we, we don't, hold those days in the highest regard as we used to like i said we used to look forward to like you knew when school started back you knew when christmas was or your birthday or you know this 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 thing that you was waiting on like for me like the nba all-star game used to be a big i used to love the all-star game mm -hmm. i was playing my whole weekend around it or that was the football best. started when yeah. the super bowl yeah when you used to look at the that time contest, that's when i was in it contest, like, that time wrapped yeah, like when the draft would come on. Like I, I used to know every player in the draft. Mm -hmm. All of that shit, you just like, it's not that you lose interest in it. It's just like as you grow older, I think so much more stuff is happening. I don't think so it's the older gold. thing. You don't? Here's why I don't think that. I, I think it plays a part in some pieces. But here's why I think it don't. I think the, I always say this and we, people won't, may not agree with me, but I think it's the advance, uh, the advancement of tech. It gives us so much access. It takes the adventure and curiosity and mystery and excitement out of everything. Because now <laughs> we treat everything like, oh, I've already seen that. It's already, it's already been done. It's already happened. Now, I, I already put on the virtual glasses. I've been there, bro. I, I just put I on scrolled, I just scrolled past this meme eight times a day. And now you're sending it to me in a text. Bro, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Oh, I already seen the news. I already seen that clip. Oh, they are. Yeah, they said that down the street. Oh, they, oh, they, yeah, man, I'm about to go to all oh, they with packages. That. Like, nigga, we expect our Amazon shit to be here the next day. Bro, I've three got days, stuff the same like, day what? now. Yeah. My sister said, hey, this is what y'all wanted. We got it the same <laughs> evening. I was like, whoa, bro, this is getting scary. Like yeah. what, bro? I'm yeah. telling you, I think I put it on tech because it, it it brought us, it brought everybody closer in regards to like proximity. So it didn't create the urgency to do as much. I feel like, like what yeah. felt like, oh, this person's across town. This person out of state. I'm gonna travel. It's like I just Facetime them. I'm right there with them now. Like you seen them on. Well, we just had a group chat conversation. And we yeah. were just on Twitter and going back and forth and talking. Yeah, and then I'm you telling you, bro. Straight and then the time just flies by. Yeah. That's what I think, bro. I just think that yeah. that advancement kind of closed the time of everything, where it made everything a lot faster because you get access to things faster, information faster, everything's and faster. To, to loop it back to music, uh, it's, it's affected hip hop in a way that mm -hmm. people are gonna just say I'm old and just get off my lawn. But I would go, I go back and listen to me against the world and stuff often. And, and even no limit shit like niggas it ain't just lyrical rappers and it, the passion mm -hmm. passion that them niggas rap with like this is my maybe my first and last chance to talk to you mm -hmm. like nigga this is my opportunity to leave a, a, a mark on your brain like when you listen to this I want you listening to this shit for the next year until I think about doing another album again now for me when I'm listening to this stuff I can tell that artists are like alright I'll put something out tomorrow if they don't like this 
I'll put something out next week if they don't like this. Mm-hmm. And that makes the time, like you said, go by. It just looks quicker. Mm-hmm. Like you see niggas taking a break for, like for instance, Lil Baby. I don't know when the last album he came out, but I had niggas texting my phone like, man, it's over for Lil Baby. The most dramatic fall off ever in history. I, I got that text in my phone. But you can compare that to back <laughs> in the day. A rush again is the rush. Yep. You can compare that to back in the day with like two or three years before their album came back out. And you don't need a single because you're still listening to the last one. Like Master P changed that going to like every two weeks or so, but most people didn't do that. Bring it back to like, Drake. He like, broke that. I waited four days, nigga. Where y'all at? That's, where that's at? it. That's over. Like, he the right one that broke it. Time. Another yeah, quote. And now, now, now when people do this songs, it's like, oh wait, like we forgot that Jim Jones just push a T. Cause to push it, he ain't responding yet. Like I like people forget that. Remember, Jim Jones had a whole yeah. video and everything. This yeah. nigga push it, he ain't said nothing. Yeah. And niggas was like, "Oh, you got twenty four hours to respond." And now they forgot that. about it. <laughs> See, cause he from the like, old school, Janice. Hey, where you at, bro? Where you at? You lost. Now we looking at oh, you lost, bro. He have Man, some we do ether for like Jim that. Jones on his album. Yeah, it's like, come on, bro. You but right, I, I agree with you. Time is, time is. If that's what it is, bro. The scary. access makes time, time more of an illusion thing. You know, the older you get, the scarier you get too. Because it's, you start it, it's very like, scary for me. I, you I start I, seeing your moms get older. You remember, like you still remember her being Superwoman, and you seeing her now, like struggling to do it, it certain hurt. different it stuff. Hurt, bro. You know what I'm saying? You, you see your little cousins, they grown as hell. They got kids now. I remember when you was your child age. And you try to like be conscious of not being the old nigga that keeps on saying, mm-hmm. I remember when you was this and like, dang, you ain't got bigger. Dang, you look older. You try so to mind blow. You be like, hey, 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 chill out. I'll be having to chill out. Like, hey, hey. I'm like, man, cuz used to be so I remember babysitting them, picking them up. So I'll be trying to be like, hey, hey, man, what's up? Like in my mind, I'm mm-hmm. going like, damn, I remember you was this nigga. You know, old. you know what I mean? But you don't want to like, be the uh, uh, a broken you, record saying that every time you pop up. But yeah, it's so crazy how like they like. The craziest thing happened to me, I was over. I was at home for Christmas, like I told you, I got to kick it with my family. And my, like, I used to go to school for my great grandmother's house. And my cousin, two of my younger cousins and their mom stayed with my great grandmother when I used to go to school from there. So my mom, she used to drop me off over there every morning to catch the bus. So I would get over there about six o'clock. Everybody would be asleep except for the, the youngest cousin. She may be like, five, six years old. And it used to, it used to irritate my soul. She would come, like my mom would pack my little breakfast or something. She would come and she would just sit there and she'd stare at me. And just have a thousand questions. What is that? Who did that? Did mama fix that? You did that? And I was at home. I was at home over the, the holiday break. She got a little girl that's the same age now. And when I tell you, I swear to God, her little girl was doing the exact same Thing. And it was like a, it's not deja vu, but it was just like a mind blowing yeah, moment. Exactly. I'm like, man, your mama used to do the exact same shit because she, the little girl, she don't see me often, of course, because I don't live in Nashville. Yeah. But she knows I'm a cousin and she's familiar with my face, so she's seen me before. And she was just like, just like her mom used to be, well, where you live at? Well, what are you eating? Well, what are you doing? Well, who's your mom? And this and that, just like the exact same thing that her mom used to do. And it was so mind blowing. But it made me also feel like you say, like, damn, bro, like, that's had what twenty five years ago now, and it don't even feel like how you ha- longer how, than that. Damn, how you, how you handle it, this, bro? Uh, it's like, tough. Truthfully, I mean, if you sit like and actually, it's not tough, it. but it is. 
it, it, it um it makes me feel like I have a lot more to do go to because of course I'm enjoying myself I love what I do with this but the places that I see in my head that I want to be and feel like that I haven't reached them yet and seeing time fly by so quickly makes me think I don't have a lot of time left to accomplish these goals that I want and to actually live in them though like not even just getting there but being able to live in them I don't want to just be to the top of this media world as we extend and doing what we want to I also want to be able to say I had a chance to live in it had these years where I was able to say well this media company that we started was one of the top in the business we grossed this much money we put out this much great content I want to be there and then just taper off and get there too late where I can't enjoy it so that's what makes me feel like well, what if you get there and you're that's, not happy? that's the pressure of the okay? situation like what if you get there and realize it, it's that, I couldn't imagine that because that's why I, 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 I think like you that, you don't think you're I feel forcing like that's yourself the not to think that to, maybe but I, but I have so much stake in so that investment, investment. thing that's going to make me happy like beyond a relationship beyond a kid beyond all of the other stuff that thing I, that I, I want there is the thing that I want to make me happy think of that's, that's where I think about you all the time bro those, those moments are the things I think about and that's why I want it for you so bad because I know that how invested you are in this and what you wanted to serve um but I what about I, you when you see those things like how does that make you feel in the sense of I gotta press the brakes so I just need to stand in this moment and enjoy it or I'm not moving fast enough like what about you? Um, it it's hard. I can't. I honestly can't go all the way into it a lot of time because it it'll bring a tear to my eye. It, mm-hmm. I, it it's like I was talking to my wife the other day about my cousins. Like this is like my best friend growing up. Like hooping and everything. Yeah. Talk about girls, our crushes, school, like whatever. Like we got in trouble together. We, you know, fought whatever. Like and it was just like I'm laughing about a memory of us doing this dance routine and I'm laughing like oh I bet he remember that remember this song I dang not want to send him the text but because we ain't talked so long we don't have that report like that no more I just sit there and just don't don't even reach about it. Yeah, and it. it hurts it, it hurts I'm like what is wrong with me but it's like I, I can't be you, fake either on like I'm I'm stuck in the remember when phase and that's not conducive to where we are today. But that's the thing though, those moments were so powerful and powerful in what made us, what what shaped you to be the more you are today. Yeah. Like I, I, I often like I go home now, especially since I don't live by my people, I often get a lump in my throat when I'm leaving. Like you said, like because yeah. I don't go well I go home and then I'm around old friends and family and just people and it, like you said it brings up these memories but then I go back to a place where I'm dolo. Like, I don't have family or everyday friends down here. I have people that I've met through podcasts and thankfully some people that I know through work. Me and my barber, like the same barber, we cut my hair for 10 years. We're friends now. I go Mm -hmm. hang out with him. But when you're talking about just hanging around people that know you, like, just like, we ain't even, it ain't even gotta be on no remember when shit. We don't have to sit around and talk about that, but just the fact that you know that they know and they know that you know. Mm -hmm. I know who this person is sitting in front of me today. I may not have been abreast to all the growing up that they've done. Like we may be a little disconnected, but once we get here and we hanging out, like that's my nigga. That's the nigga that I knew from eight, nine, ten years old. Like I was just telling them, is the mic still on, guys? They were asking um, 
Like, have you ever had, have you ever had to sever ties with some of your friends? And most of them had an answer like, yeah, that would cut off some of my people. And I, I told them, I was like, bro, I still, me and my, one of my best friends, we've been friends since kindergarten. And we're still friends to this day. Like, his she son is my like god. That. Yeah, like, when you see, when you see Drove come on here, like, me and Drove been friends since, we played on the same football team at 11 years old. You know what I'm saying? Like, or even Scoops I often talk about. I met him when I was eight. We used to go to his granddad's store, like walk there with a quarter or a dollar to, and get whatever we needed from the store. So all of those people, it's just, it's, it's different when you get older, though. You Like, you start to look at those things. So I don't want you to think it's only you think. It 100% happens to me, too. Yeah, it's just uh, having those relationships with them kind of, keep you grounded in a way because I because I, and I, I'll let you respond but hey. the, the trajectory and journey that you're on we're on together of course but I ultimately it's you know Spike Lou and the, the brand of, that is having those relationships with a person like like Scoops or a person like Dro where it's like we've been friends for a long time and everybody on the journey of success and what it looks like rather it's the entertainment business or whatever this develops into or whatever it de- develops into for you does it feel like okay i want my rise pause of success to <laughs> yes, the rise I'm pause. Yeah, i'm sorry i thought about it. i'll try not to but like <laughs> but like your your rise to success uh to be to be a certain way your story to be a certain way the the uh, people that speak about you on that journey to be a certain way. Do you think about those things while producing Absolutely. the product? Like, hey, I'm still in touch with my homeboy, and, and when I do make it, I want y'all to know when y'all looking at my trajectory in history. Are you thinking about those things in real Absolutely. time? Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, even as I continue to see success through podcasting, it's funny. It's funny and it's not funny. I got a homeboy, the one I was talking about, been doing like, I remember the first day we met. Like we went to kindergarten together. We was in the same first grade class. <laughs> and I think I told this story here before. Like we had this whole thing. We went out to recess. We recognized each other from kindergarten because uh, we went to the same kindergarten. We were the same first grade class. They sent us out to recess. PE teacher specifically tells us, "Hey, you guys, you're in first grade. The fourth graders are gonna be down here on the blacktop playing basketball. Y'all don't go down there." It's like the first conversation he and I had. He's like, man, let's go down on the top. And I was like, they just told us we can't go down. He's like, that's cool, man. I know all those dudes. They good they in the same neighborhood as me. And it's it's ironic that I still remember that conversation because that's one of my friends, one of my best friends still to this day, where ever since I started doing this, he's been around. Like when we used to do On Deck back in Nashville, when we needed someone to fill Like he would even fill in for me for some interviews if I were able to make it and I would work because he has that type of personality. And he always has his pipe dream where he says, well, I'm a part of On Deck, but, but it's through his affiliation with me. He ain't necessarily put in the work for it or anything of that nature. And even just maybe two ago, oh man, I'm gonna start the podcast, what it's gonna be about, this, that, and the third. And I'm accepting of it. Yeah. Because I, I just look at that like, that's, that's my homeboy, even if he didn't have any blood, sweat, and tears into this, or if it was very minimum, he did have it into me. Like him being around in my life influenced me in certain ways, just as I'm sure I influence him certain ways. So if he tells me or shows the uh, 
shows the regard for what I do to be like, man, I see you doing it and I want to do it. I just may not have time. I just may not have the skill set. But when you make it, please have a place for me. And I absolutely would. Just because of everything that he's contributed to my life, per se. Or shown me and I take it away and learn from him when I happen to go through. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it, it's, it, it's very, it, to me, it's, it's really important that I have people like Dro or Scoops around. Like I always say on here, Scoops will always be the person that keep it real with me. Like, man, like, brother this and brother and like, just even if you want to hear it or not. And I respect him for that. He, like, he doesn't hold his tongue. And and that's one of the best things about having people around you that know you. Also, my cousin, like, she's one, like, my cousin would probably listen to nothing that I do. Or, like, she, like, she just know I do a podcast. She knows me for Lou. You know what I'm saying? Or my real name that she'll call me but it's just having those people around that don't have the expectations of you to be like well you need to show up and be Spike Lee it's like well I know who you is anyway like you show up and just be whatever you feeling like that day because I got this track record of you I got this 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 background information and that feels good sometimes it feels good sometimes just not just not having to do nothing just knowing that the people around you know you it's a, it's a certain comfort in that and that's the same comfort that made me leave Nashville as well. I knew that comfort wasn't going to be conducive to me mm-hmm. being the person that I am now. And I couldn't accept that. That was a thing. That, make. Yeah, like that was a thing. You, know, you talk about getting a lump in your throat and leaving, you're like, did I do the right thing? Boy. But my main thing for me is I have to, I have to, because I am so dedicated and passionate, I have to do what I feel like is right for this, for this to work. And all the other stuff for me right now comes secondary. And if that other stuff never happens, children, marriage, things of that nature, then I'm, I'm willing to concede that stuff if I can get this, when I can get this. That's why you, you got to have it, bro. Because that, that that mentality right there, <laughs> boy, you sound like some of them rich white men. You know what I mean? You sound like some of our successful black brothers. Like, you I have always the, knew I was like it though, so I never wanted to lead anybody. I wanted to make them think that I wouldn't. Even no, no, I and, I, and I like and I, I, I know that I'm that way. And no, I appreciate that, man. I I was that way in my 20s when I was pursuing rapping, and I had an opportunity to fly out to New York and open up a show or whatever, and I didn't end up doing it because I was broke, and I was. They were like, "Hey, we'll we'll pay for your flight back home. Well, we'll figure out the rest when we get here." And I talked to people, and, and they was like, "Bro, you should just fly out there and go do it." And I was like, "I don't know, bro." I, I was just like, "I was just <laughs> Indiana." I'm like, "Bro, I don't know," because I'm like, "I don't know these people." And uh, the reality, though, to, just to tell that story about having that opportunity to go out to New York or whatever, uh, like my journey would have been different. Like I, I would have, I wrote a song that it never seen the light of day, but it was called. Uh, I want to be famous and it was a sample it was a Jasmine Sullivan sample and I wrote I'm glad I never put it out because I wrote like kind of a suicidal ending to my own story and which is crazy like I couldn't even listen to it once I kind of matured and understood but it was just the the idea that I would make it but I would be numb to everything I would have lost my marriage. We wouldn't even had no kids at the time. I would have lost my loved ones. I would have been high regarded, but I would have been considered, you know, a sellout. All, all what you know, the, the general, you know, uh, consensus of yeah, how people look at the success. Yeah, and um, so I guess my gauge for it, I, that song is always it ain't haunted me, but it's always stuck with me. 
Uh, I did it along with another a homeboy, a former homeboy of mine that we still cool, but we don't talk much. And just year after year, I've just kind of changed my idea of what I wanted to be. I kind of look at things like I'm at, I'm on borrowed time. So I'm good. I'm kind of, I, ne- I never thought I'd get to this place. In my 20s, I wanted it so bad. So black, so bad, bro. Like my wife and I like, I knew argue with, I don't care, I'm going to the studio. Like I don't care if check, whatever, I gotta, I wanted it so bad because I didn't want to be a shoulda, coulda, woulda nigga. I didn't want to be a nigga just talking like, I coulda did this, I probably coulda. I never wanted to be that. That's what drove drove me, you know? And so just being at this age now, uh, I'm putting well, before in Before you the, say about being at this age now, what made it change for you? What made you start having a different perspective? Um. Even when I had my daughter, normally that's what normally would change people's kind of idea of how they want to pursue it. Because they're like, well, I got to be here. I can't be on the road all the time and be here. And they just be like, oh, I'm being a good father because I'm here sometimes. But for me, really, because even at that time, I still was in pursuit. But really, for me, in my journey, I just felt in my spirit that God took me in a different direction. Like, it was just like, at one point, I couldn't rap no more. I, could, I literally couldn't write rhymes. I'm like, what's wrong with my brain? I I, something just changed uh, it was not too long after that I accepted my calling as far as preaching the word but even after that though I still always had aspirations to this day uh, in, in podcasts of course I've spoke about that on numerous occasions but even then I still wanted it so bad that I was getting drunk with my homies I told y'all just, just doing the <laughs> I just doing the worst like things that on air not like crazy but like just like that don't represent me well as a black man as a man in general and i just wanted it so bad i wanted to be the joe budden i wanted to have salacious i wanted to have drama i wanted to have all that you know so i was willing to do anything to uh have that and so it just changed for me i'm sorry long way to get to the answer um but it, it just changed that i just had to start making peace with things people were dying people were leaving close like my first cousin died a uh, year before last and it just made me say you know what i'm gonna borrow time like everybody else i gotta be good i gotta be good if nothing changes because if i can't be good with that i'm gonna spend my whole life missing out and i can't do it bro that's changed my whole heart and everything i'm gonna go hard but if i don't get it i can't spend my whole life looking back and regrets like damn i was grinding when i could have been here i was chasing when I could have been here I just can't live my I can't get to the end and know I let so many moments pass and that's that's what honestly when people start dying like you grew up with that's what changed it yeah that was a big change for me one of my best friends died he had a heart condition and it, it, we were really close it's probably one of my best friends and and like what you just said since we were so close I knew all of the things that he wanted to do I knew some of his dreams and aspirations and where he's seen himself in a couple of years and years from now. And it's like what you just said, he passed and it was like, man, that nigga get to do like a third of what we talked about. Like he didn't get to experience none of that shit. And then we experienced a lot more after he passed. And it's just like, man, if he if he had been there for, here for this, man, we talked about this. And then it started to register with you like, man, I got I have to do it. Like I got to get to those things that I see in my head or that I've talked about and, and daydreamed about with homeboys or just alone. And just like I, I need to be in that place. I have to be in that place. You feel like that's your life's purpose? Keep fighting to the place. Keep fighting to the place. Keep fighting until you get to that place.
consequence. Um, I, mean, I don't well, know. I'm sorry. To be honest with you, when we talk about life's purpose, life's purpose, I'm not sure. Because maybe, That's like real. you said, like God, God sees it a different way. Maybe He sees it as this is what we're doing every week. Like I said, I record five days a week, bro. I can't remember half the shit that I said. But I'm still, people are not, this is not to toot my own horn or nothing, but throughout the week, people hit me up about stuff that I've said. Mm-hmm. Who knows what that meant to them or what that triggers in their life. Part of the feedback with this show, like one of the, like I said, this is the most important podcast that I do because I'm, me and you have more real conversations, not taken away from any other podcast, but they're just based around different stuff. What this podcast is based around and the feedback that we've gotten is part of the life's goal. It's part of, I'm sure even you would be a man of the word. Like, like it ain't necessarily got to be in the pulpit. Yeah, no, it ain't, absolutely. It ain't, it ain't got to be for me at the top of the podcast mountain. It could be with this show when 200 people are listening. Mm-hmm. And one of those 200 people said, man, you changed my life, bro. Like, that, I don't know if that's the purpose the guy asked me or not. I want more than that, of course. Yeah. But when you're talking about, like, the purpose, I'm just... Y'all say, I'm, I'm letting him use me. I'm letting him use me. <laughs> Pause, too. Come through, Spike. <laughs> nah, I hear you, bro. I hear yeah, you. like, yes. But yeah, for, for me, the, yeah. The, my personal goal is, yes, like, seeing much success from this. But when we're talking about life's purpose, I think that's bigger than me. I just have to make sure that I show up and do what I say I'm going to do. And it's going to continue to guide me in the direction that I need to go in. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate you always surprise me, Spike. You always surprise me. <laughs> That's what makes it so great, bro. You always surprise me because because I think you're gonna go in an arrogant direction, yeah. And then you go in a humble direction. Then I'm like, oh, okay, he's gonna play the humble, but inside, this is how you really feel. Then you just spew out the real feelings, and it's still the humble Spike Lou that believes yeah. in himself. But you're like, bro, I'm, I'm like the next individual. I just put in the work. And I always appreciate it because you, at moments you can, you have reasons. You can be arrogant, overly confident, whatever you want to call it, that people look at to say, I, I believe in myself more than the average. So my attitude showcases it. But I say um, this jokingly and, 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 and partly jokingly and partly being for real. I've always mentioned it. We've talked about it in an episode. Growing up around our women will humble you. <laughs> oh, I was, no, the all women in your family. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Growing up around all women will humble the shit out of you. Like, that, that's part of what I give credit to all the women in my family for that I grew up with. Like, yeah, yeah. You got them straight shooters over your, there. Oh, my God, bro. You know, don't, 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 don't walk in. I'm walking bro, none of our fucks. Yeah, I'm like, hold on, Spike. Sleeve, I don't man, know if I want to meet you, fam. I'm going to post up in the car, bro. Um, bro, they, they, they going to let you have it. I would post up the pause, car, like, dog. Walk in, man, what's up with your hair? Like, why the like, I Yeah, that, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I caught man. myself oh, doing my that. creative thing with your hair like yeah. you had more. Take that shit off your head. I'm going to me out, boy. Oh, really? she said, hi. Absolutely, man. My mama a real clean cut person. Like, she no, likes she clean cut. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She liked, she the one that got me into that when I was first started dressing well and stuff. She was the one that told me how to do it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like growing up around our women will humble the shit out of you. And I think I've held that, but I still, having the friends that I've had, you have to have, you gotta be on your shit too. Like, yeah, hey, no, none yeah. of that humble shit when we outside. Nigga, like, mm-hmm. fuck all of that. Like, <laughs> you gotta know <laughs> you gotta what's up. up. Cause we, 
Yeah, you show up because we showing up to show out. So like, you know, don't you can't be the only one that ain't showing out. So I ain't gonna act like I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's good. I just you I just hit me. Now nah, that was me. <laughs> that's cool. 